This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. All right, Brian, I'd love if you could introduce our next young innovator. Yeah, we're so excited to have our next innovator on. Welcome to the show, Shilpa Yarlagata. And Shilpa comes to us from Harvard. I think Shilpa's currently still an undergrad at Harvard and is the founder of Chiffonco, which is just a phenomenal fine jewelry brand. So welcome to the show, Shilpa. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Shilpa, it's wonderful to have you. Could tell us a little bit about what life for you looks like in this crazy world that we're in. Yeah, so I mean, I think it was just a couple weeks ago when Harvard had announced that they were just going to cancel school for the rest of the semester and move it online. So it is super different, and now, like, the entire world is in quarantine. So now all my classes are on Zoom. Like, I'm running the business from home. But, you know, I think everyone is adapting to the situation, and thank God for technology, and we can all still be connected. Mm. Yeah, and you know, Randy, I love the question that you asked to Sammy J just now, and I always, as Randy knows, am bent towards trying to find the optimistic like viewpoint. And what Randy asked, I don't know if you heard it, but she asked Sammy J. She said, "Well, what do you think is like something great that could come out of this, or what's the best thing that can come out of this?" And as you look at that, as somebody that's currently an undergrad, what does that look like for you? What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I think. That it's really going to force people to be more resourceful and to bootstrap. Like something I've really been thinking about a lot is how the coronavirus and all of this will really impact entrepreneurship because so many founders have raised a lot of money. And I think especially for companies that have raised a bit more money and are in the later ra- later rounds, venture capitalists may not be able to like fund as much. Um, but I was like reading some papers on like survivalist entrepreneurship um, because one of my professors mentioned it, and apparently, like, a lot of the grocery stores we see today that are really huge, and a lot of companies actually, like, get formed and become stronger out of, like, crises. So um, I think it will be a really interesting opportunity to kind of see what companies will get through this and become stronger and more robust. So I think this is something, like, people, you know, if they're building a startup, are going to have to prepare for in the longevity of their companies. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's really interesting to see you even have kind of Michelin star fancy restaurants that are pivoting to delivery and and so many Mm -hmm. different ways businesses are changing. Um, Shilpa, I'm I'm interested to hear more about your business, Chiffon, and uh, because you do incredible things both in business and uh, in a nonprofit arm with your business. Yeah. So, I mean, I was really passionate about fine jewelry when I was a freshman in college and I had dabbled in nonprofits when I was in high school and I really wanted to come up with a sustainable business model in which we could really give back to funding female founders because at the time that I had started this or thought about starting it my freshman year in college, less than 2% of venture capital dollars was even going towards female-led companies. And now that statistic is still under 3%. So my goal was to really like figure out a way in which I could give back to women. And I discovered that fine jewelry typically had markups between 6 to 10x. So I figured if we could actually go direct to consumers, since retailers were taking such a large cut, we could not only offer better pricing to our customers, but we could also still donate 50%. So through the 50% of our profits right now, we're investing into female-founded companies and have funded eight companies so far. Incredible. 
First of all, I'm so blown away, Randy. Like, who are these? I, I feel so behind that these these amazing students, whether high school or college, are like doing things that I'd never even considered until I was like 40 years old. I'm like, sure, but that that blows me away. I, I I'm so inspired to be on this call with you. And what I want to look at as you see that, right? You you see this pain point, you know, it's like a very businessy term that we all hear all the time. And for you, it's very clear what you saw that wasn't going well or something you could improve upon. For you personally, why did that connect to you? Why did that make you say, I want to solve this? I want to be the person to help this. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Palo Alto and I went to high school here. And I especially, you know, when I was in high school and like, middle school like 10 years ago it was so different i think there was far less women than there are now even though there's still such a discrepancy in representation so all the investors i'd met and the entrepreneurs i met they were all men and they had been amazing mentors to me but i think it was just very hard for my friends and i to really feel that this was something we could do if we didn't see women like ourselves represented so it was always something I was just thinking about, but I never knew how I could actually make a difference. Um, and that's really when I started to look into venture capital and not only see that there weren't that many women investors, but that there also weren't that many women founders. And in that, the case that there were women who were in power, sometimes they kind of held prejudice against other women because it was so hard for them to get there. And that's why, in addition to funding female-led companies, our Pinky Ring, which is our main product, we really built it as a pinky promise to pay it forward to support women, and its design is in the shape of a spiral because it's really about spiraling women upwards because I think women really have to be there for each other and uplift each other, and even if it was hard for us to get to where we are, we're really paving the way for more women, and we want to make it easier for them so all of us can succeed. Shoba, speaking of incredible women, you've had some big names wear your jewelry. Um, I mean, we're talking Michelle Obama, Serena Williams, Nicole Kidman. Um, do, have, do these women, do they know that you're a, an undergrad in college? Um, is that a selling point, do you think? Or is that something that you felt you had to hide? Yeah, so it's really interesting because at the very beginning when we created Chiffon, like one of our earliest customers was actually Emma Watson, and for like the longest time, we did we just didn't see any college students building jewelry companies, so we were kind of hiding it and embarrassed that we were in school and not professionals. But I think um, the more and more we started reaching out to people, I think people really liked the fact that we were so young and just thought about things differently. So like when we reached out to like Nicole and the cast of Big Little Lies, like we did mention that we were undergrads, um, and Serena, like one of the girls on our team, like we got to meet her, and she was. So lovely, and Serena also invests in companies like Daily Harvest, and is a venture capitalist. And it's really exciting that you know these women, beyond just being famous, they just have such amazing platforms in which they're really uplifting other women. So it was that's really what like propelled us to want to reach out to them. And I think they really resonated with the fact that this really came out of a really authentic place. And. I, you know, I want to go towards like big, uh, big picture business. That was hard for me to say for some reason. As you look into the future, obviously, I mean, you have this unbelievable company, right? You're doing these spectacular stuff with these awesome women wearing your jewelry. As you look into the future, what could you see as as your biggest goal of what you want for your company? I mean, do you, is this something you want worldwide? Do you want stores? Do you want it always online? Like. Don't let me, you know, I'm sure you have way bigger dreams than I could. So what does that look like? 
I mean, I think really focusing on direct-to-consumer and being really focused is very important for our company. Like, most jewelry brands have thousands of products and SKUs, and we only have one product, and it's adjustable, and it can fit anyone. So I think to really make this the best ring in the world um, is really the goal, like something that could really be a gateway product to find jewelry since we have, like, offerings and a few different price points to really make it accessible. Um, And I think my biggest goal is really if we could do something really significant to help invest in more women to really bring equal opportunities, that's something I would love to see. Like, I really hope in the next, like, 10 to 20 years that women have equal opportunities to build businesses and to take risks. And I think because there are so few women doing that currently, um, it's it's scary for other women to think that they could do that. So I hope that like Chiffon through funding these women and building that network can make a really powerful community that can like fight that gender parity. Thank you so much, Shilpa. Um, In our, just our final moments, maybe you could give a few words of of inspiration and wisdom to anyone out there who maybe um, someone who is missing their graduation or missing something they were really looking forward to. How can people who are bummed out right now think a little bigger like you are? Um, And then where can people reach you to learn more? Totally. I mean, so I actually really what got me thinking more and more about chiffon during my freshman year of college was I actually had a concussion. So it was really in this time when I had to like be home and I was like just recovering that I had more free time, almost like similar to like a quarantine to really reflect on like everything that I had thought about for so long. And I would just really recommend people just go out there and start to take action. I think with Google, you know, so many things are possible. Like we Googled the idea of how to really make jewelry and like read a wiki how, and that was really the beginning of the company. So I think just, you know, figuring out what you're passionate about, reflecting on it um, and really taking action and being resourceful, I think can really be valuable. And to follow me, um, and the company like on Instagram is really where we're the most active. And my Instagram is just Shilpa Y, S-H-I-L-P-A-Y. And Chiffon Co. Um, is the other handle on Instagram. Excellent. Thank you so much. It was a thrill to join you today. And uh, I hope that you and your family stay safe, healthy. And I look forward to touching base with you on your world domination after this. Thank you so much, Randy. You too. Thank you. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 